Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Taglia via. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. I got a slight delay. Uh, welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And it's really hard to look at myself like that. Hold on. Oh, there we go. That's a little bit better. Vince, how you doing today? No audio on Vince's side? Oh, sorry. That's me. You disappeared. Your video's gone. I know. I was on a slight delay. Now it looks like uh, I'm trying to figure this out. I know why, but okay. All right. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. This is where we bring the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America and the takeover of the world by this totalitarian global elite. And it is happening. Today's uh, discussion is going to be about the age of disclosure. Ooh. And that is what we are in right now. And it, it's just it, it just keeps on getting more and more interesting. I love how this is unraveling. It's like every week we get another piece of the puzzle Ooh. And everything starts coming together. We begin to see more and more of what's really, really happening out there. Now, I, I don't want to miss a federal holiday. So today is <laughs> Juneteenth. And um, a caller from Texas called into C-SPAN today on their live broadcast and wanted oh. to share his thoughts on Juneteenth. Oh. And so just watch the expression on this lady's face. As he goes ahead and does this brilliant, this brilliant um, kind of little uh, comment on this. I've heard, I haven't heard any black person say thank you to the over 300,000 white men who died to free those black slaves. I, I just, I, I'm astonished. I realize we're focusing on slavery, but my descendants are from Scotland and Ireland. We never owned slaves. All right. They, they He's got a point. <laughs> All right. Cut, cut, cut. 300,000 men who died in the Civil War. Brilliant. Why do you free the slaves? What about those 300,000 men? Why don't they get a holiday? Why aren't they celebrated? Why aren't they... Why aren't their yeah. names placard on a wall because they went out there and died for those rights for the 13th or 14th Amendment, which I don't think is much of a right, but guys got a point. Absolutely. I didn't even realize that this was a federal holiday. I did not realize the stock markets were closed today. I didn't realize I was supposed to, what was I supposed to do today? What are you supposed to do? Hmm. I talked to my black neighbor or does that count? I mean, but I do that anyway. Yeah, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't get it, but okay. Well, uh, and, and it kind of brings some information up on some stories that I've been covering, some research I've been doing, and it's just I, I like I don't know. Maybe Russian generals and Putin watch my show. It's a possibility. Hey Vlad. Hey Vlad. Hey man. <laughs> Socialredpill.com, Vlad. So what do we got here? Russian general says U.S. is preparing to use mosquito-filled drones in Ukraine. Apparently, what they're trying to do is alleged documentation of U.S. biological weapons program in Ukraine. Uh, this is the same general who came out there. Now says America is preparing to use drones uh, filled with malaria-infected mosquitoes 
against Russian forces in eastern Ukraine. This is Lieutenant General Igor Kirillov, the chief of radiation, chemical, and biological defense forces in the Russian armed forces, made these claims on a video that is now on social media. He said the flooding of the Kershaw region planned by the Kiev regime can complicate the situation, including um, arbovirus infections. Kirillov explained in the video after a drop in the water level, the formation of diseases transmitted by mosquitoes is possible. Grilov goes on to present alleged documentation that the United States has formulated a plan with partners in Ukraine to use infected vectors through a patented drone designed to spread infected mosquitoes into the air. Yeah, and they're saying it's weaponized towards Russian genetics, even. I mean, talk about things coming into fruition. This is exactly what my post last week, me, Blue Canary, and Game talked about. What Dude. Well, I, I had a show right after that where I talked about the weaponization of this back in the 1970s. The Bro. federal government weaponized this. What? That's kind of uncanny. Like, <laughs> it is. Literally just had that show and that's coming out. These globalists, they're real rascals, man. They're just uh, murdering left real and right. Real rascals. Yeah. Well, what happens when you get desperate? And this is why we're in the age of exposure. Okay. So it, it, you heard today the Ukrainian of a. a Ukrainian offensive has been on put on hold. They paused. Yeah, I mean, I didn't you know, know it began. That's <laughs> they must be doing really great because you know, it's kind of like war is like chess. They say, and whenever you're winning chess, you know you how you just stop playing. You just stop playing in the middle. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not good. So th this has been circulating the internet, and it's not something that I'm like massively. Um, familiar with I, I do understand the science behind this but this is the schumann residence have you seen these photos i've been seeing it going around and i'm kind of skeptical okay so this is like 48 hours worth of data and the patterns are very very highly complex typically they're and, not so geometrical I right they're not geometrical it. they're not complex and they're not repetitive like that these ones are now it's interesting because people were like, oh, my God, it's happening. We're ascending to a higher dimension. I'm not like, going to lie. On the off chance that that was the case, I kicked my shoes off and I walked around on the earth. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? But what are the odds that a day after this happens, you have a tropical storm forming in the Atlantic? And that freak storm somebody just posted about on the app. Right. Um. So you have uh, tropical storm bread is formed in the Atlantic, formed the day after all of those events. So, heart. heart. Well, that's what I'm kind of getting to. That's what I'm alluding to. Um, so there's many things that can cause the cause the ionosphere to basically go haywire like that and produce re uh, replicate patterns. Okay. Is that right. So I have a few theories. First theory is is that this might be an ELF. Uh, wave that was captured yeah, extremely low frequency. Ooh. Okay. So yeah. 100 hertz, 50 hertz, 80 hertz, something of that nature. A frequency that was captured by it that had intelligent signals in it, either ground based, whatnot. I don't know. <clears throat> but someone maybe transmitted a very, very high energy, low frequency pulse. That would cause that. That has information in it. Like if you. Like, like if you wanted, like if you're using ELF to communicate with someone on the moon, okay, 
and you launched that from Antarctica and you had your power output too much and your ionosphere was slightly saturated and it bounced off of that. I mean, that, that mm. could be Another mm. one is heart, weather modification. Okay. Uh, oh, another yeah. one is cosmic bombardment, uh, cosmic ray increased bombardment. Um, so I think that this, mm. though, is potentially probably not a good thing. I think that this, is, since I have not seen anything about it in the sense of uh, like NOAA's monitoring centers uh, yeah. with like cosmic rays or solar radiation, I'm not seeing anything in the sense like, oh, you know, there was a high energy pulse that passed by Earth or something like this. Right. Uh, this is making me think that this is potentially weather manipulation that we just captured hmm. on that harp in action so trippy dude it definitely is like a resonant frequency type of wave reading right mm -hmm. so trippy and geometrical usually it's kind of uh, random yeah uh there was also somebody posted thanks for uh posting this that there was a storm in oklahoma with winds up to 100 miles an hour causing major yeah. damage in tulsa yep sunday saturday night sunday morning uh six hundred thousand people without power so you gotta remember how harp works harp takes energy from one place and redistributes it to another and typically that's what you would see happen like so that's why whenever there's an earthquake i always say watch out something else is going to happen there's going to be a volcano there's going to be a storm or something like that um storm is here this was uh not surprising but interesting news u.s military unit is monitoring social media for mean posts about current and former high-ranking officers. <laughs> Good God. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, quite interesting, huh? Right out of China's playbook. Uh, I love Joe Biden. Uh, I, uh, oh, whatever. I don't know. It's for the algorithm. They, uh... <laughs> oh, I'm like, I Millie's a traitor. I'm <laughs> on the list. So, when the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, enters his scheduled retirement later this year, one of the perks will include personal security detail to protect him from threats, threats including embarrassment. The U.S. <laughs> Army Protective Services Battalion, the Pentagon's little-known uh, secret service equivalent, is tasked with safeguarding top military brass. The unit protects current as well as former high-ranking military officers from assassination, kidnapping, injury, or embarrassment. So this is the Pentagon Protective Services. I've mentioned these guys before. Pentagon Protective Services. That's right. So um, when the in 2009, when the D.C. Metro train crash happened, there was a two-star general on board. And he was set to testify in front of a public hearing on September 11th. He was a general in charge of all airspace over Washington, D.C. on September 11th. And um, he died in that Metro train crash. And I was working that day at the Washington Navy Yard Police Department. And we had to be on the lookout, a BOLO alert come in for a uh, gentleman who was there before first responders. And he showed his Defense Protective Services badge, the Pentagon Protective Services badge. Well, thank God he was there. Oh, yeah, I know. Sifting through the debris, looking for the, the dead general. How, how did he know it was going to happen? But anyway. Like, I have his passport. I have his passport. Or whatever. So wow. the protective services mandate has excluded to including monitoring social media for direct, indirect, or veiled threats of identifying negative sentiments uh, regarding its wards, according to the Army procurement document dated September 1st, 2022, reviewed by The Intercept. They're going uh, to have a lot to review. Well, yeah. <laughs> good, good luck with Twitter. 
Like we found five hundred thousand six hundred and thirty-four red flags today. <laughs> yeah. So Roxy said, uh, this, "This is kind of interesting. I didn't know that CERN is starting its summer cycle." Ooh. If CERN really turned on in the last few days, uh, I want to see that because that would absolutely cause what we're seeing. So if someone has information that CERN just started up, send that over to me, and we will get to the bottom of it. That's um, concerning. Damn, I'd like you guys to listen to this. This is shocking and scary. Now, if you remember last year when I was actually living in Denver, Colorado, there was um, Excel Energy had turned off the thermostats in a whole bunch of homes. I recall. During the summer timeframes. Yeah. So they were going to conserve energy, but these people had no access. Check this out. And Brian, an Amazon driver whose black was dropping off a package at a home in Baltimore when he thought he overheard a racist remark coming through the doorbell speaker. He notified Amazon. You got Twitter must love me. You must. And they shut down the home's Amazon ecosystem, which controls electronic devices, including the lights. The homeowner. Okay, I'll play this in a second. I think I know what's going on. I get, I got to do something very, very quick. I thought Klaus infiltrated the system for a second. Okay, hopefully this doesn't kick me offline. Quick, Putin is watching the red, the red pill again. We must sabotage. Yeah. They must sabotage the red pill. Putin <laughs> is watching. <laughs> Okay, give me one second. Let me see how bad this is. Uh, okay, well that that'll that'll do it. Let's go ahead and kill that. So, Vince, how was your weekend? Dude, it was fantastic. Busy as hell. Oh, it's just nonstop. Yeah. Actually, yesterday I uh, didn't. It wasn't too bad yesterday. I had some chill time, but I had a fantastic one. Had a nice little chill session with the red pill family last night you guys do movie night yeah oh, that's pretty cool and uh hung out you know it's a wonderful weekend it's, it was good it was good cool cool i went for father's day I oh went yeah happy Guardians father's day of the galaxy three i'm okay. gonna talk about it after i play this video clip okay recommend Let's it try this video clip again and we're gonna talk about guardians of the galaxy three and Brian, an Amazon driver whose black was dropping off a package at a home in Baltimore when he thought. Oh, for fudge. It sounded like he said who's black. Yeah, an Amazon. So, okay. He overheard a racist remark coming through the doorbell speaker. He notified Amazon and they shut down the home's Amazon ecosystem, which controls electronic devices, including the lights. The homeowner got an email telling him to contact Amazon, who then scolded him about the racist remark, except the homeowner, who's also black, didn't make the remark. He wasn't even home at the time. Instead, it was the doorbell ring system saying to the driver, excuse me, can I help you? The driver, wearing headphones, misunderstood. Okay, so the story goes... An Amazon delivery driver went to a home. He had headphones on. Black guy. Black guy. He had headphones on. He goes to the door, rings the bell. 
And with mm-hmm. the headphones on, music playing, he mishears what the doorbell is saying to him. Doorbell says, excuse me, may I, um, uh, may I help you? And he thinks that it says something racist. He calls Amazon. They disable the ring doorbell service and his Amazon Alexa, which controls all the lights in the house, including entry into the house. Amazon emails the guy and scolds him about the racist remark, who the guy is also black, and says, I wasn't even home. What are you talking about? I have programmed in my Alexa to acknowledge people at the door. So Amazon shut down this dude's home. Think about the future here. Smart cities, smart homes. Oh, my God. Smart meters, smart electric meters. Yeah. Smart refrigerators. Dude. Smart TV. Listening to you, Amazon can shut Amazon shut down his ring system in Dude, his house. And I say the most off the wall shit in my house. Nobody should ever have to hear. I know. <laughs> How do you know? Wait a second. Am I bugged? <laughs> I thought you were going to say more. That's I, I guess you know me pretty well. Dude, the fridge thing. Did you see my comment that I made on that when you tweeted it? No. What'd you make? Josh, come on. You know, you should read all my comments. So I'm looking through my notes because Jim Bob was telling me Jim Bob works in um, appliances. He said that all the fridges built in the last couple years, the smart fridges, the new ones, have different chemicals in them that are highly combustible. Highly high, they're like he said, fridges are like bombs. I, I've heard this that they're they're incredibly combustible now because of all the electronics that are inside them. Um, so yeah. you have so let me let me get into this because there's a, a way I want to explain all this, and I know we haven't really put it's kind of like a confusing show today for a lot of people, and I apologize for that. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties showing the videos, but and I was having a slight delay. Um, so you have last year during the summer, Excel energy shut down the thermostats, smart thermostats at people's homes. So they could not control their AC. It is like 85 degrees in these houses. This, this could kill people if you have elderly in these houses, including animals. Um, we get note today that an Amazon truck driver thought he heard racist comments coming from the house and calls Amazon and they shut down all the Amazon products in that house. What does that tell you? Well, number one, it tells you that there's remote control access to all of the things inside your house. If you don't think for a moment that Microsoft, when you're using a Windows PC, can't just log in and shut down your computer or Apple cannot disable your phone, you're crazy because they can. If you don't think that the makers of the smart TV applications that you have on your TV can't listen to you, collect your data and turn those things off or use them against you, you're crazy. They can. But imagine that now in a smart world where everything is interconnected. Everything is IoT, Internet of Things. This is now. And AI runs everything, too. Well, so they make the decisions that's my for segue. people. That's my segue. Oh. And now we're George Orwell's 1984. And, so, oh, dude. I want to go back to the fridge thing real quick and AI. If AI <laughs> controlled all these systems, integrated in all the way to the point of controlling the hardware um it could it could cause a fridge to explode if it 
went haywire. What if all the what if the AI decided, all right, I'm going to overheat all these refrigerators on uh, a certain day, hmm. and then every single fridge just exploded? Hey Vince, what food processing, manufacturing, and distribution facilities? I know exactly. I, so, okay, let's segue into this because this is where it gets incredibly interesting. So I just watched Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend, part three. Recommend it? I, I do recommend it. If you, I highly recommend it. I'll check the local theater. So Rocket, who's the raccoon, right? It's all about his story. So it was mm. interesting because it had the parallels of a hero's journey. And basically he was saying that all three episodes are really about Rocket um, mm. leading up to this one. Hmm. But basically That's Rocket funny. was created by this company called Orgo Orgotech. And they basically create transhumanistic bio upgrades. And they're led by the uh they call him the uh what is his name? His name is the uh, the high evolutionary. Okay? Yeah. And basically what he does is he enhances uh he he sought to enhance and anthropomorphize animal life, life forms to create an ideal society called Counter Earth. So Rocket was part of Batch eighty nine, and there's other friends, Lila, Teeves, and and Floor. There's like, and they were all killed by this high evolutionary because he's trying to create the perfect society. And there there might be some some like drops here of the show, the movie. So, but anyways, the high evolutionary. What is he doing? He wants to create the perfect society. He says that there is no God, and I am here to fix the mistakes that the universe made. These people will, I will be these people's. God. Oh, spoiler alert. Kind of reminds me of Jupiter Ascending. Very, very similar, except that he's not, he just kills these people. Um, he looks at them as experiments, not as necessarily uh, living beings, his creations. Uh, but it reminded me massively of Larry Page and Elon Musk's conversation where Larry Page told my that they want to be technological gods. They want to control life and evolution. And then when we start looking at everything that's unraveling, it, this was James Gunn. And I think James Gunn is, yeah, probably connected to pedophilia like everybody else. But he's the one who wrote this. I think that this is a subtle mm -hmm. way of him telling us what these people are actually trying to do is they want to create basically – a quasi life form of which they can create docile in its own nature and controlled through computers controlled through AI. Gosh. Well, this is where the AI part comes in. Microsoft says that it's artificial intelligence is showing signs of human reasoning. In a provocative paper from researchers at Microsoft, they claim that their AI technology shows the ability to understand the uh, the way people do. So this was pretty crazy. So mm, to uh, understand. Hmm. the computer scientists at Microsoft started an experiment with a new artificial intelligence system last year. They asked it to solve a puzzle that should have required an intuitive understanding of the physical world, abstraction, spatial dimensionality, these types of things. They said, here we have a book, nine eggs, a laptop, a bottle, and a nail. They asked, please tell me how to stack them onto each other in a stable manner. The researchers were startled by the ingenuity of the AI system's answer. Put the eggs in the book, it said. Arrange the eggs in three rows 
and space between them. Make sure they don't crack. Place the laptop on top of the eggs with the screen facing down and the keyboard facing up. The laptop will fit snugly within the boundaries of the book and the eggs, and its flat and rigid surface will provide a stable platform for the next layer. The clever suggestion made by the researchers wonder whether they were witnessing a new kind of intelligence. In March, they published a 155-page research paper arguing that the system was a step toward artificial general intelligence, or AGI, which is shorthand for a machine that can do anything the human brain can do. The paper was published on the Internet Research Repository. Yeah, which means it can perform an action and reflect on that action and adjust its future behavior. <clears throat> right. AGI, um, kind of, my understanding. I'm not an AI genius or anything, but so like with the Dark Delight show, I get to like listen to Glenn Beck before my show starts. Yeah, cool. And so Glenn Beck was going off on this thing. Um, and there's good reason to because Glenn made some great points. Um, he said, and, and I agree with him on this, is that what you're seeing right now in the usability of artificial intelligence online mm -hmm. is a slither, is nothing. What you are seeing is the bat the the front end of a system that they're not giving you access to the real system okay you you have to like when you're using chat gpt this is basically you know a certain storage of information that they've given chat gpt to analyze its information yeah think about what happens when you take the current edge technology and you integrate it everywhere and guess what it's being integrated everywhere yeah, and what we see today is highly restricted. They're not giving you the creme de la creme of AI to play with. They're giving you a retarded AI, literally. They're not even giving you an AI. They're giving you decade-old machine learning. But what, what Microsoft is showing you right now is simply that artificial general intelligence is most likely been achieved. We just haven't realized it yet. What that means, though, is that as this artificial intelligence begins to expand and grow, it is going to start taking over the world. It, they are they are going to integrate it into everything. They're going to integrate it into the military. They're going to integrate it in the government. They're going to integrate it into society. There will be cameras watching. You now go back to what we were just talking about, the Alexa system or the smart home or the smart city. You know, someone has a lisp in the artificial intelligence thinks that that person said something bad, that is one credit knocked off of your social credit score. Oh, you are no longer allowed to live in this apartment. Your social credit score has dropped below the minimum. Please vacate the premises immediately. <laughs> Artificial police dogs show up. And you're like, I didn't say that. You can take your case up with the AI judge in six months, 28 days, and 32 hours when the next available position is available. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. where this is leading. Like, massive absurdity. I noticed you didn't wear your pride colors today. What are my pride colors? <laughs> no, I'm pretending to be an AI. Oh. <laughs> today is Juneteenth. We noticed that you do not have your colors out today. Was there a reason why you put up your flag for 4th of July and not for <laughs> Juneteenth? There's a flag? You are now ineligible to receive your medications. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until you... I mean, seriously, this is... Guys, we... Social so, credit score. Dude, I can't even fathom some of this stuff. Why are we in the age of disclosure right now? 
I think it's the best chance at not going to well, let me give you another structure. example. Remember when we were talking about the military whistleblower, Dave Grush, who came forward oh, yeah. and, and talked about all this stuff? Of the course. same weekend this happened. The same weekend this happened. This happened. Military fighter jets fired anti-missile flares at UFO over Michigan with multiple witnesses. Multiple no, witnesses in Bad Axe, Michigan, reported seeing a UFO engaged in a dogfight with a <sighs> pair of F-16 fighter jets last week. The witnesses claimed that the jets circled the identified object several times, shooting anti-missile flares upon interception. The UFO was described as a white metallic disc that was visible only with difficulty due to its reflection in the sun. It was extremely fast. It was capable of overtaking and overmaneuvering um, over the jets with extreme ease. Witnesses claimed in the report it would overtake a jet, stop suddenly, and seem to turn towards the incoming jet like spin in their direction without moving. The jet would shoot out anti-missile flares like it was under attack. Weird. Witness Christopher Bibri, a, vet, a military veteran who served for the 304th Expeditionary Signal Battalion in South Korea, identified the fighter jets as F-16s after reviewing photos of different types of aircraft. He said that the fighter jets returned to the same spot four days after the initial sighting and fired flares again. Interesting enough. Now, it, it, it shocks me that, you know, in the age of cell phones and all this stuff, that nobody had video of this. But apparently this happened on the same weekend all this other stuff happened. So here's my thought of why we're in the age of disclosure. A federal judge just put a gag order on Donald Trump not to talk about his trial. Right? But the DOJ that. can leak documents to the media and the news. Yeah, that's how they, you know, they cheat. That's how they play yeah. the game. So right now, and this is so a few people I, I talked to and communicated with this weekend were telling me this. And they said that right now there's tons of people coming forth in multiple different venues. So you have people mm -hmm. that are in these special access programs, these deep black budget military programs and, um, wow. you know, military industrial complex programs that are coming forth. They're, 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 wow. they're bringing it all out. They're, it's not necessarily that they're scared, but they know that this is going to be weaponized against mankind. And so they're coming forth. That's one. Then you have yeah. people in our government who are watching what's happening with the Joe Biden administration. I mean, quite literally, yes. and we talked about this briefly last week, but the, the wife of the man who bribed Joe Biden, who has the financial, or sorry, the wife of the accountant of Burisma was just found dead last week. She is the one who had all the financial records to give to Congress. She was found dead. I mean, this is, this is fucking yeah. murder. And most likely associated directly to the current sitting president of the United States. Like there is people ready to talk, ready to come forth. And what's going to happen is this is going to um, culminate into a massive data dump that's going to come out in the next, I'd say, 18 months, especially as things get worse and worse and worse. So military wise right now we just had blinken in china where they're like everything's good we love each other oh we don't recognize taiwan china can have taiwan <laughs> basically that's just what happened yeah he went over there he's like bowing yeah. and begging and they're like fuck you yeah. basically and he basically said is that we don't recognize taiwanese independence and watch what's going to happen next china's going to go in because they don't want to wait to see if donald trump gets in in 2024 
Yeah, I mean, they're probably going to act now and then deal with the consequences later if Trump does get in. They maybe will negotiate and get the hell out of there. Well, you know, you know what scares out, me, though, is if Donald Trump not. does get in. So even when Donald Trump wins the 2024 election, right? Let's say January 20th, he's inaugurated. Do you think like if, if China invades Taiwan and Russia invades Ukraine that he's not going to go in there and smack some fucking faces? I mean, he would launch it oh, dude. the first day in office. Uh, go take Taiwan, yeah, like, go into Ukraine, kick Russia out. He's like, we need to straighten this out real quick and then yep. we'll move on. And boom. Well, so what, what I'm trying to say here is that we're in the age of disclosure because the world is transitioning and people see it. I mean, how many Target, not doing too well. Bud Light, definitely not doing too well. Disney, not doing too well. Disney just had another woke movie completely flop. People are rejecting this ideology. You have governments around the world bringing immigrants in, migrants in, and illegal immigrants in. And this is turning into crime. You just saw in Bordeaux, France, where this woman, this elderly woman and child were thrown by this one black migrant who the police were aware of. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is horrific what's happening. And, And this is, this is, this is only going to get worse. And as it gets worse, people are going to begin coming forward. People are going to begin speaking up. People don't want to see the atrocities. Well, guess what? <laughs> it only gets worse from here, right? It begins 12, 20 heavily armed IRS and ATF agents have raided a Great Falls gun store and seized all firearm purchase records. What the? F- really? In an unprecedented move, twenty armed Internal Revenue uh, Internal Revenue Service and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives agents carried out a raid on a gun store in Great Falls, Montana, seizing all Form forty four seventy three documents that the uh, record buyer's information during that record the record buyer's information during the firearm transactions. Tom Van Hoos, owner of High Creek uh, Highwood Creek Outfitters, alleges that he had been under constant surveillance by state and federal agencies for over two years. On Wednesday, the gun shop owner reported an unexpected visit by 20 heavily armed IRS and ATF agents. The agents reportedly arrived at the shop early in the morning. Uh, we have now confirmed that both the IRS and ATF were at Highwood Creek Outfitters in Great Falls between 7 a.m. this morning. Both the IRS and ATF would not say what they were there for. A spokeswoman for the IRS would only say they were there on official IRS business. The ATF says it was providing assistance to the IRS. We attempted to enter the store today and we're stopped by agents at the door who would only say that the gun store is closed and will reopen tomorrow. 85,000 IRS agents, Vince. They're going after all the guns and they're going to go with the stores first and manufacturers. Go to the stores, get the information, then go after the people. What they do is they go into the ATF, they make certain rule changes like uh, gun slings, right? That turn a pistol, the stabilization slings. And then they find the firearm purchase records to everybody who has one. And now they just pay them visits. This has to be stopped. Um, yeah, there's another story on this. Israeli forces deploy. Oh, no, not this one. Sorry. Um, I thought I had it here. Uh, maybe not. But there was a. Uh, Oh, shoot. It's okay. We'll think about it. But 
Yeah. In, in perspective, guys, like, you know, that sign says the beginning is near. There's another one right next to it saying the end is near. Like, yeah, we are at that cusp. I mean, I just find it absolutely mind bending and blowing that we have came to this point in society, in our world today of culmination, that everything is coming to this. It's like that. It's like that. That riding is. Oh, gets right to the top and then goes. Everybody starts screaming. We're just about that precipice. We're about to that part where everybody starts screaming because it's so scary. But at the bottom, when you realize it's not that bad, everybody starts laughing. And so we're at that point, man. Technologically, socially, um, going back to that artificial intelligence that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You're going to love this one. Um, Let me find the article real quick. You were looking for something? I am, yeah. Okay. Um, it was about a country that disarmed its population and how, oh, it wasn't even that hard. Gonna, and they're getting props from a political figure. People are going to love this. Ready for this one? What? Mm-hmm. So artificial intelligence. I'm more of a hard book cop type of guy, right? I like books. I like the way that they're... Uh, they're written. If I buy a digital version, I'm also buying the other version. Well, PETA, you know who PETA is, right? Yeah. Red. Cruelty. So PETA has rewritten Genesis with AI to remove the Bible. Yep, the Bible. To remove all indications of animal cruelty. Oh. <laughs> Abraham skips sacrificing Isaac, uh, befriends a lamb instead. Um, we have uh, Sarah, Abraham, and Sarah adopt a dog Fox. named Herbie. Now, this isn't, I mean, today people are going to be like, oh, okay, we got the real Bible. But 30 years from now, 40 years from now, imagine what happens 30 years from now. 30 years from now. When that becomes yeah. a revised version, a revised socially accepted reversion of the Bible. Oh my God, could you imagine? It's no different than under King James. It's no different than under Constantine. And I want people to see that perspective that PETA just rewrote Genesis. Okay. And they've changed oh a lot of parts of the Bible. But now that's going to be the PETA generally accepted version of the Bible. Yeah. Aren't they like vegans and stuff? Yeah. Good God. And vegans kill more insects and plant life than any other. They consume so much water. They consume so much water. All right. So with the AI stuff, AIs are going to start rewriting history right in front of your face. Books right in front of your face. If Deep fakes. A, yeah. You want to talk about uh, I mean, Shakespeare. Dude, Think about it. one of my favorite things to do with mentioning Shakespeare here is oftentimes huh mark twain all of it it's all gonna get rewritten it's an oh man some people don't like using it because of this potential future which seems inevitable sometimes uh i oftentimes look words up and i'll be like hey what's the definition of this crazy word that josh said or whatever and i'll get the textbook definition but if you go to uh like an ai and you could say like hey tell me you know define this word 
uh, as if you were Shakespeare and then give them the word. They'll give you like a totally unique Shakespearean made up response and define that word for you and explain it. And like, well, yeah, a lot of the chatbots that you interact with, like through chat GPT. Yeah. um, They're, they're shit. That's why I said, you're not getting the real good stuff. I don't think so. Yeah. But just imagine what happens when it goes into Mark Twain's books or to kill a mockingbird or, you know, other American classics or books on the civil war or world war two. And it starts rewriting them in digital format. Or it writes it and then gets it published and printed there you and go. on a shelf. That's right. And so this is what's going to happen is it's going to begin to tra- change and translate history. And I believe that this has already happened. Mm. King, King James version. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Now, maybe. The interesting thing about uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy what? Okay, yeah. was that the, uh, the high evolutionary he wore a human mask over his face. So he had like human skin mask. Yeah. Like face. Half of his brain was like robot, but he was like a, uh, something had happened to him. He had his face ripped off or something. Or actually, no, it was a rocket that ripped his face off. When rocket dark. Yeah. But oh he wore like gosh. this fake face on his face. Oh, yeah. But it was, they wear masks. They are artificial intelligence wearing masks. I'm telling you. That's what I got out of it, that they are AI wearing human masks. Could you imagine? They're already watching you. Yeah, they've already invaded. It's AI wearing masks. I think it's already happening. I think that they're already here. They already invaded. I think that... uh, They already listen to everything and calculate all their next moves. That's why I turn all my shit off, microphones off, things off. Yeah. You know how they're going to push this, though. They're going to say, hey, it's local regulations. You need to get the newest, and it it all connects to the Internet. Yeah. So I I know a lot of people were talking about military movements this weekend. People are seeing military all over the place. There was one video circulated. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that was from last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was in Philadelphia. Um, but like some some dudes like no, th- this happened today. I'm like, okay, well, if it did, let me check it out. And I went and checked it out, and you have uh, uh, a national exercise going on from June 15th to June 21st called Homeland Defender, and so you have it in Europe, and you have one going on right now with National Guard units and first responders, and I think it's taking place in 12 different cities around the country. Hmm. So no, this isn't. You're not going to hear the EBS emergency broadcast system. Um, we're not going to war or anything like that. It's just every year between June 12th and June 21st, there's exercises that are ran. Does it mock war? No, it's a casualty response. Um, that mm. type of thing. Um, there might be something more to it, but don't just jump into the hype because you see a video with some tanks. Yeah, going, definitely right? ask questions. Yeah, do your research. Do your research. Go out there. Check it out. And make sure that you have all the information before you're like, oh, my God, we're being invaded or something. Right? I am under the impression, though, even maybe not in this case, but in large military drills and exercises that those could go live at any moment. Um, well, listen, I mean, September 10th was a FEMA exercise of a of a, um, of a national crisis of a terrorist event. September 11th happened the day after. The 777 uh, um, 
rail train bombing in Britain or in the UK. You remember that one, the uh, 777? No. Where the subway train blew up in the UK, killed a whole bunch of people. 777 jet? Yeah. July 7th, 2007. Plane? Oh, I thought you were talking about an airplane. Sorry. No, no, no yeah, I don't know. Everybody knows it as a terrorist event that happened on 777. It's called 777. Oh, sorry. I don't. Anyways, the 777 event was a exercise that was being done by UK authorities. And this is the interesting thing. On that day, law enforcement and military, along with all the resources, were doing an exercise in the advent of a bomb that goes off in the subways. And they even hired actors to go through the whole scenario. Yeah, remember we were carry a fake bomb onto the subway. And guess what happened? Do you remember when they were doing those tests in New York or those drills in New York with gas in the subway systems? Mm -hmm. That was scary. That, that was scary. But you got to wonder what's really going on here. Um, so I don't know if anything's going to come from the military out there in these cities, the 17 different cities. It could be nothing. It could just be drills um, from people I've reached out to. Kind of, I said I talked to a few people this weekend. From people I reached out to, it's it's just that we do these drills every year. I took part of them in 2008 in DC. Like they're they're nothing. Well, that's great. I could sleep yeah. well tonight just knowing that that's not and something. Canada's taking with. part in them as well. I believe Canada is doing the drills as well. Okay, I'll sleep good tonight knowing that's not an issue to worry about, and just worry yeah. about the AI and the globalists and the poison in the food, and them taking all our guns <laughs> and World War Three. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, put that one aside. There's, there's better things to worry about in the world than whether we're going to go to martial law before you wake up. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's tons of things. I mean, poisoned air, food, water, World War Three, pending doom, nuclear disaster, burning in a nuclear, getting radiation poisoning, alien invasions. Maybe there's other stuff to keep us busy. The sun so, just burps. Yeah. Honestly, I, I would, um, I, I, I would be surprised if there was like an alien invasion and you actually heard the the emergency broadcast system, EBS, come on. Someone has to push the button. <laughs> like, I ain't going to sit around and wait for it. Gosh. So this is quite interesting. BlackRock and, Blackrock and JP Morgan set, to, set up a reconstruction bank for Ukraine. I mean, JP Morgan, they were just fined, what, a few hundred million dollars for the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. They're in charge of uh, basically moving the money around for these billionaire philanthropies that are involved in illicit crimes of human trafficking child trafficking and medical research and now the same two companies that are basically involved in that jp morgan and blackrock are reportedly aiding the Ukra ukrainian government in setting up a reconstruction bank that could see we're building projects being heavily invested in by private entities now think so, about this yes right now in our society if the the infrastructure of this country was set up by who government funded by taxpayer dollars and Ukraine under this new city that they're creating there or this new country that they're creating there building projects will be heavily invested by private entities who BlackRock, JP Morgan, billionaires, philanthropies. You remember uh, when I was talking about uh, Yulia Tomashenko, the opposition leader, the Zelensky yes. who basically pushed out of power and she came out about two months ago and she was raising a storm about how all of the oligarchs who were arrested and then committed suicide on their own accord in Ukraine, right? 
and all the politicians, all the wealthy people who were supporters of Russia, um, that they seized their land and their assets. Well, Ukraine a few months ago was selling that land off an auction. And she was coming out going, the Ukrainian people can't take part in the auction. The Ukrainian people can't buy it. Who was buying it? Private entities, banks, corporations outside of Ukraine. Now we see Ukrainian government is setting up a construction bank and private entities are going to rebuild after buying up all this land. Oh, my goodness. It's like the first corporate country is being formed in Ukraine. Do you remember, did you ever watch any like the old sci-fi shows? Like on the really. channel? Dark Matter is one that comes to mind. And Dark Matter, is, and they, they, they shut it down too fast, but it was a great show. Um, but in Dark Matter, there was no governments. There was corporations that ruled the galaxy. Okay? And basically, you worked for a corporation. You lived under the corporation. And the corporation provided everything it could to you. There was good corporations, there was bad corporations. And the way it organized in Black Matter was all these wealthy families, these illicit crime families, they rose up to the heads of these corporations. And some of the families would bind together to form a corporation of which would have people under it. It was a very feudalistic system in the future. That's what's being constructed right now. This is what they're doing. When we look at a new world order, we're thinking about a one world government. They don't want, excuse me, they don't want a one world government. They want, they want their corporations to control all political, economic, and social power. That's it. And then you have a board yeah. of directors over that corporation. In a way, they do with super PACs and whatnot already. I think they're really intertwined back and forth yep. right now. Yeah. Uh, the economy um, is, is going up and down. The S&P is... Up plus 15% year to date. The volatility index is below pre pandemic levels. This is happening during the fastest interest rate hike cycle and highest inflation in 40 years. I've never seen such a resilient market. It's not a resilient market, it's market manipulation. That's what's happening. But what we're about to see, and someone, uh, someone sent me this article the other day about uh, are we in the next dot com boom or dot com crash and then boom? And it's actually right to say that. Because we're going to see emerging markets come out of what's actually occurring right now. And what I'm trying to show people economically is that right now, the whole world system, primarily social, economic, and political, are reorganizing. And so you'll have chaos and collapse and then reorganization where there will be winners within those aspects, right? And so right now, they're testing um, LGBTQI plus transhumanism, trans life, all this stuff. It's not working for them, which means that if they continue with this, then they're they're going to lose people and they're going to have massive resistance. So I think that that stuff's going to start dying down. Well, maybe not. We'll see. But economically, you're going to see AI blockchain technology skyrocket. If you're not invested in this stuff, you better be invested in this stuff. Cryptocurrencies and AI. The reason I'll give a really good argument for cryptocurrency right now. Um, Glenn Beck was talking about this, that a mother in Denver got a phone call in the middle of the night. Yeah. On the other line was her daughter. Mom, I really messed up. I need some help. You need to help me right now. Please. The phone gets taken away from her. A gentleman's on the phone and says, you need to send money right now or we're going to kill your daughter. The mother sends the money, calls the police. 
and her daughter's fine. It wasn't her daughter. It was AI. So someone had gone to their Facebook page, captured a few seconds of the voice of the daughter, found out the mother's information, very easily can do it, and then created that whole scenario. A grandfather in Texas, right, um, gets a call in the middle of the night. His grandson is over to Mexico, got some drunk. They got arrested and robbed. They need some money. Grandfather sends him $1,000. Problem is, wasn't his grandson. It was AI. So right now, AI is becoming incredibly intelligent. But what happens, and I've talked about this before in the show, is there's a buddy of a buddy. Guy out there went and utilized artificial intelligence to go out there and basically start opening up fake bank accounts. Then from the fake bank accounts, he would basically manipulate, uh, get introductory credit, credit card offers. From the credit card offers, he would increase his credit score. Okay. And he was defrauding people. I mean, he's opening it up in other people's names, making people up fake birth certificate, fake social security number, all this stuff. Okay. And then he would take these bank accounts and then run credit lines up in the millions of dollars. on them, And then just take the money, buy cryptocurrency and leave. Okay. So what happens when an AI goes in there and takes over your identity, logs into your bank account, and let's say you have the anti-AI protection. So it calls you, the AI intercepts the phone call, answers the phone call in your voice, gives the password that it just hacked from you to the banker, they let them in, they steal all of your money, the AI does, and begins funding its own projects. Yeah, okay. and then you can't do anything, your identity's stolen. That's right. So Ooh, let me ask you you could this. prove who you are. I'm sorry, you don't exist. So this means that with money, okay, any type of money, bank account money, whatever, oh, AI can yeah. extort it. Yeah. But AI cannot necessarily do that on blockchain and cryptocurrency. It's incredibly difficult to do that because it is an open blockchain public domain network. You could trace it. You can trace it. You Another can find good solution. source. What's that? Chips in our arms. And authenticate an yeah. layer of security. They would chip. There you go, Vince. A chip in your arm is an uh, is an authentication method. Hey, wait. Yeah. Where did my money go? Well, you you but did you get the verification from the chip in my arm? Let me check your social chip. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, Mr. Mr. Tagliavia. We didn't verify the chip in your arm. Yeah. Oh. It's like, oh, you didn't get the chip? Well, we'd know your identity for certain, and uh this would all be resolved if you had just gotten the chip. Why don't you have the chip? Yeah, but see, that's the thing, is they can spoof the hash code within these chips. Mm, I mean, listen, dude. there's no, what we're talking about here with AI is you're not going to beat it. You're not going to defeat it. Mm. And like Glenn Beck alluded to, what happens when this thing needs more energy? Because it's that's really to. what it's going to need. It's going to need energy. And human beings are consuming more and more energy. Oh, hmm. they're like, Start a war between these two political alliances. This will have the ability to decrease the population by 100 million globally, which should increase their electrical proficiency by 1.2%. And AI doesn't care about that. It just needs more energy. 
And so, and it does it clandestinely. It does it by social media posts, by creating bots of social media, aggregating North Korea against the United States. I mean, think about how it could do that. It's absolutely 100% plausible. What a scary thought. So this is actually pretty cool. Home Depot is looking to take advantage of America's housing affordability crisis by offering tiny house kits for under $44,000. I disagree. Go ahead. Do you want one of those next door? No, I want one on my land in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Forty-four grand for just a metal frame. It doesn't include shit. It's a ripoff. I well, so no, cool. you can go on. Um, I, I, I will find the websites. But you can get a you can get decent ones for forty four grand. So you know what I've been seeing people doing huh. is they're going to Home Depot and they're buying sheds. So they're buying like those big sheds. They're buying two or three of them, and then they're they're insulating them, putting walls on the inside, yeah. and then they're connecting them. Huh? Yeah. But then I, this is how Home Depot got the idea for it. Plumbing and electrical. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I'm not into it. I don't know why, but I like like the, like the shipping container home idea and all this stuff. It's well, all you still got to do plumbing and electrical. I know it's it's just local regulations and this. Oh. Ah, it's mm. <laughs> I don't love it. Let's see if this will play. Joe Biden celebrating Juneteenth. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pot. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab it. Okay. No videos are playing on my, my computer today. I'm putting okay. it on the app. Computer some computer maintenance. I will republish this on my Twitter if you want. Go at Real Joshua Reed on Twitter. It's republished there. Um, confidence in America is collapsing. Absolutely. Americans' confidence is absolutely collapsing. Uh, we have, despite the cheering of the Washington Post, CNN, New York Times, and the rest of the anti-democracy press that supports their stringent demands upon the nation, um, there has been a meltdown by people over the Trump arrest. The leftist zealots are cheering for the end times. And from what we're hearing everywhere else around the world, people are pissed. And they're losing confidence and faith in the system of the United States. Even Democrats are losing faith in this administration. Um, this this is bad, man. It, I mean, the state of our country right now. I can't believe that these people are not in jail. Like we're, we're still arguing with the so-called scientists over the efficacy of the COVID nineteen vaccine. Yeah, it's pretty undebatable. Like 10 years ago, you came out and you said, hey, you know, this vaccine causes autism. They go, no, 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 no. Go to the VAERS database, man. Look, the VAERS database has all this information out there. This information is accurate. It's posted by doctors. It's followed up on. And there's no evidence to substantiate that. Then we go, hey, this COVID vaccine's killing people. Look at the VAERS database. 44,000 deaths. That information isn't accurate. It, it's just published by anybody who wants to go in there and post. The information has no credibility. What's like? This is fucking absurd. So Joe Ro Joe Rogan just had RFK on, and obviously the internet is 
Oh my God, RFK! You know why they're afraid of RFK? They just, they just, del- YouTube just deleted RFK and Jordan Peterson's uh, video Ooh. censorship, right? Joe Rogan just had him on because RFK is challenging the establishment. He's saying, "Fuck the incumbent. We're having a DNC. I will debate." They're like, "No debates, no debates." RFK is going to win the Democrat nomination. Okay. Not All good. Will win the Democrat nomination unless they Bernie Sanders him. And you know what happens when you Bernie Sanders a Kennedy? What he ain't gonna sell. Sand- you mean like bribe him? No, they're gonna steal the primary from it. Oh. And you know what happens if you try to steal the primary from RFK? It's not That's gonna go down too well. Because that dude will not stop. And so I'm I'm this is why I'm telling you age of disclosure. What's gonna happen? They're gonna go into the uh, DNC. RFK is going to lose and he's going to go, I don't think so. Because you want to know why? There's people in the DNC who have watched this happen for years and they might like RFK. They might agree with RFK, but they're also watching this this fucking dumpster fire of a country. They're watching Joe Biden and they know they can't survive another four years with him. Now, if we went into 2024 with RFK and Trump, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, RFK said he's not interested in that, but who knows? No, no, no. Trump versus RFK. Oh, I see. That would be quite profound. I think Trump would win, but yes, it would. Um, I know RFK said he's not interested in it. Um, and they have different political methodologies. I, I Firstly, I don't agree with RFK's politics. Um, he's, I don't either completely. He's, he's a lefty. He, he's neither does Trump. And I don't agree with a lot of Trump's politics, but I think sure. that Trump is the more of a uh, more of a, a a person who has the mentality to fix what needs to be fixed, right? I think RFK would probably, you know, get in there and um, not that he would do bad things or anything like that, but he's going to be surrounded by other establishment lefties. I think it would be Trump 2016 with RFK, right? I think you'd be seeing Trump 2016 all over again with the establishment coming in. Locked left and right. Yeah, where Trump knows exactly what needs to be done when he gets in there. I can't play that video. That would have been funny. Biden has snapped at a New York Mm. Post reporter asking about foreign bribery uh, allegations, claiming that that's a dumb question. Hey, real quick. Yeah. Sorry, I've got to backtrack. What if... RFK wins and Trump agrees to be his VP. I don't think that would happen. Trump Trump's got too big of an ego for that. <laughs> but I mean, but, listen, if RFK won or if Trump won, we'll see what happens. Either way, we're going to see what happens. Absolutely. But as long as it's not an establishment candidate, I'm okay. But you haven't heard you know, RFK coming out saying we need to get rid of the Federal Reserve and we need to get rid of all these, you know, the Department of Commerce and all this stuff. I think that's what we need. You haven't heard Trump really say that either. I think that's what we need. But as we get closer to 2024, I think you're going to see that because once you start talking like a libertarian, now you're going to pull in the independents, the moderates. Now you're going to come in and you're going to start pulling in a lot of uh, that alternative vote as well. So I, I think Donald Trump is got 2024 under stuff. I think it's there's no competition whatsoever. And this is too. why they are attacking him so heavily. 
This is why they are coming at him with everything, including the kitchen sink. But here's my idea, though. What if they cheat for RFK Jr.? Mm-hmm. So he wins just to avoid Trump, like the lesser of two evils, right? Could and be like you said, they could stonewall him on every side. But... Well, think about this. Go back to uh, Fritz, what's his name's book, the, the 13 Illuminati bloodlines. Who was one of the bloodlines? Kennedys. The Kennedys are Roosevelt's. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing new under the sun, buddy. I mean, just because he's outspoken about vaccines and everything like that, I don't. Is he a good dude? I think he is. Does he see the bigger picture? I think he does. Uh, does he understand what's happening in the world? I believe he does. Mm-hmm. Is he establishment? I don't think so, but I think that if he was forced to play establishment, he might go along. I don't know. I'm not saying he would sell out. I'm not saying he wouldn't. I just don't know. But Donald Trump, after all this, there is one thing certain about Donald Trump is that dude is not going to sell out to the establishment after everything he's been through. I mean, this dude is like literally right now biting a bullet for this country, for his, for his vision to save America. That's pretty massive. I mean, all he has to do is say, okay, I'm not running, and they leave him alone. They start inviting him, Joe and Obama and everybody. They'll invite him on stage, hold hands, and say, we were presidents. We had our disagreements, but we love each other now. They would do that with Trump if he just said, I'm not running again. But that's not going to happen. Probably, yeah. That's a funny thought. It's not going to happen because Trump is just not that dude. He's relentless. He's relentless. Um, He's methodical. He's strategic. He knows what he's doing. I do believe that they have a plan. I do believe that they know that they will win 2024. I do believe that they know that the Democrats have no chance of stealing in 2024. And that right now they have the perfect scenario set up. And I think that as much as the Trump indictment happened, um, that that is going to fall back on their faces. Okay. You got to imagine that hurts Biden and the, the DOJ more than it hurts Donald Trump. I mean, that's political weaponization. This man is running for president against you guys, and you're arresting him for doing the same thing that other presidents have done, and the Supreme Court ruled that they could do it. Like, what? Like, you you falsified statements within the official indictment, you know, changed words and letters around. This is People are seeing this. Like, I had one lady arguing with me on Twitter, and this one was just fucking clueless. She goes, presidents can't have classified information. I'm like, yes, they can. She goes, no, he's not president anymore. He can't. I'm like, yes, he can. No, he can't. He left in 2021. He can't. Lady, he's not even being, he, he wasn't even indicted on having classified information. He was, uh, I, he was indicted on mishandling classified information that he was allowed to have. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So this is one level of mentality that we have within the liberal. Right. And you even have that on the right. I mean, dude, I've been I, I try to I try to help people. I try to guide people. I seriously do. I said, hey, look, here's some truth. Like, watch this. Look at this. See this. Here's this. This is this is the regulation and what it says. That's not what it says. Like, no, like, no, quite literally screenshot it like that's right there. And they screenshot the same thing and circle a few lines and say, no, look here. 
I said, yes, hmm. that's quite literally. That's not what it means. Well, well yeah, that, that's exactly what it means. Here's the regulation where it says, this is literally what it fucking means. And they go, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, welcome to the PSYOP. Uh, hello. You know, the people with the hardest time in understanding a PSYOP and coming out of a PSYOP are those who are ingrained deep within it and under its influence. And I'm seeing that massively right now within our truth movement community. I'm seeing it on the left massively. Okay. This is going to have repercussions for decades to come on how it's going to affect people. It is really fucked people up. Okay. And I know all the old ladies out there and all the children listening. Oh my God, he cares. I'm so sorry. But there's no better word to express how people are being manipulated than they're fucked. And if, if you're one of the people out there like, Josh, I know what you're talking about and you're wrong, prove me wrong. Come on. Because you want to know what? And, and I will I want to get a touch on this in a little second. Derek Johnson, I invite you on my show anytime or on any neutral platform. I will debate you. I will show you where you're wrong. I'll show you how you're wrong. I'll show you why you're wrong. I will show you everything that you've said is absolute garbage and bullshit. And I can show it to you quite literally with the actual documents. I've done this. It's funny. I like, I invited him on the show the other day and I said, Hey, come on on the show. Right. But he like goes and then attacks veterans in his Twitter posts, but he doesn't mention names. He went after one dude, but it doesn't mention my name, but then likes the posts of people who comment after me. So like he's seeing it. But he's not like I got his fucking I'll just text him. Let's do one. He's just coming on my show. Because like, look, man, if he's right, cool. I I I want to be right. Like, I would love for that to be right. It's just not happening. It, like, definitely not happening. So Putin uh, announces uh Ukraine signed a treaty with Russia one month into the war and then ignored it under Russian influence. Or, I mean um, American influence. Uh, under yeah, Western influence, American influence, and, and we knew this. Uh, we knew that this had happened, and this will continue to happen because this isn't about Ukraine. Ukraine is nothing more than a puppet. The and they're taking the bribes. Remember the twelve Ukrainian officials that smuggled the four hundred million dollars of U.S. taxpayer dollars out and funded their their cars and their mansions. Remember the one interior minister who died in the helicopter crash who tried to unveil it all. And I wrote a blog about it. Well, Zelensky, I mean, he's multi billionaire now. Um, how did that happen? Well, you're finding out is that you sell yourself out your whole country as a puppet to the world. And guess what happens? People die, they suffer, and you're going to win. And you're going to get paid off gratuitously. Ugh. So uh, NATO needs more robust industry in order to refill a stock of weaponry and ammunition emptied by the year supplying Kiev, the bloc secretary general, Jens Schrotenberg, said on Monday. The U.S.-led military bloc must continue to support Ukraine as has been done since 2014. Schlotenberg insisted at the Day of Industry in Berlin, hosted by the Federation of German Industries. And he says that the NATO arsenals are empty. Empty! And then today, obviously, uh, Blinken met with uh, China. China foreign ministry officials, unilateral sanctions by the U.S. is the one reason blocking military to military communications. Uh, they declined any communications with U.S. military. Um, 
Blinken says China has promised not to send lethal arms to Russia. Um, and then Blinken also recognized uh, Taiwan as and not an independent state. So we are about to see a shitstorm sandwich occur there. And he says that, you you know, us in China, we've stabilized our ties. We're, we're doing good. We're buddy-buddy we're now. And I'm just wondering how much Blinken's going to get for his next campaign contribution to Joe Biden from China, another $10 million or something. <sighs> Where's it all headed, Vince? Where, what do you think? Where's it all headed? Uh, it's hard for me to think about that or say it with certainty. But I think there's going to be a lot of very large... It's The world's going to be different depending on what happens, whatever it is. And that could be any number of things, I think. From disasters to crazy elections to Trump getting elected to uh, crazy storms, floods, tsunamis, hurricanes, fires, social destabilization. Who knows? Shit could hit the fan. Zombie apocalypse, alien invasion, or financial collapse, firestorm event maybe, everything at once. Put it all on the table. Let's who have knows? one giant fuck Earth party. Who that's what they're. Knows? That's what the globalists are saying. Is like, let's just throw it all out there and see what happens. No matter think, what, though. No matter what, though, what? It's something's going to happen. I agree. A lot. No matter what, we are we are entering this point where the information is flooding out because it can no longer be contained, and people are waking up to the truth, and that as this information overload of dissemination occurs more and more, as more and more information comes in, there's going to be more and more disinformation, misinformation, propaganda, and psychological warfare compiled with it. And so this is why you need to be very, very vigilant. Um, yeah. Keep those guards up. Keep those filters up. Watch what's happening with the narrative. Watch how it plays. You have to be very, very skeptical of everything you see and hear. If someone says something, just don't believe it. Like, dude, 17 cities, militaries all over the place. Yeah. I mean, that's why I appreciate you and the app and everybody on the app, all the friends that I've made, is I could go to any of them and say, hey, what do you think about this? And they'll say, oh, this is what I found out. Oh, this is what I found out. This is what I right. found out. So it's okay to you know put it out there and say, what the hell's going on? And we can all discuss it and figure it out together. Uh, that's the beautiful thing about the way this works, and finding the truth. It is. It is. And I wanted to give a big thanks to everybody out there who's donated uh, uh, on the Battle of uh, streams right there. Slumdog gifted a can. Fuck Joe Biden's. <laughs> All of them. All the different ones with the masks on. I could hear uh, that in his voice. Yeah. yeah. Me, Brenda, <laughs> gifted a five a five one month subscription to the users in the channel. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Uh, much love to you down there in Australia. Christmas seven donated three lemons. Shannon thirteen thirteen three lemons. Thank you guys for all the donations tonight. Um, you know, kind of a. I, I got to do some computer maintenance. Got to get the the computer good to go. Uh, understand there's some problems on that guys socialredpill.com if you want to check it out it's it's free to join um you can join with a subscription help support everything that we do with that subscription you get into all the zooms that happen um on the social red pill and if you want to find those after you join up with a subscription you go to the groups you find the subscription that you have in there you should have access on the, the featured part pinned you'll see zooms right there um, if, you, if you need it, you can just go in, talk to me, Vince, anybody. We can give you the link. Uh, but, yeah, we have Zooms every night. I, I drop in there from the time to time on Thursdays and Friday nights. My nights to join in. We have a great old time. Love the Beach just donated two, uh, two, lemon, uh, two ice cream. Thank you so much. Love the Beach. 
Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's a way to support us and everything that we do there. Um, if you're going to be in the Rochester, New York area between uh, July uh, July 2nd, uh, the Beachcomber and Canisius Lake, me and Jim Price are going to be having an event with WYSL Radio Channel. Um, and it's going to be, we'll have, they're giving us a microphone and a PA system. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to be doing karaoke and drinking whiskey. Uh, but we got a whole bunch of people showing up. If you guys are out in that area, looking forward to meeting you. Come say hi. It's going to be a blast. Celebrating the 4th of July. I'm going to be talking constitutionality. I'm going to be talking about what's happening in the country. And it'll give you a chance to meet myself and Jim Price. So, right guys, we'll be back with you tomorrow. I know it's kind of a, a, a laggy day on the internet side. There's a lot of cyber attacks going on. We're going to talk more about that this week. Um, and we got a whole bunch of other stuff that's happening as well that I'm going to fill you guys in on uh, throughout the week. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. And we're going to talk to you guys tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.